Ah, yes! Welcome to Blurred United. Whoever you are, wherever and whenever you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day. I'm Disa, as ever with Yazzie, and we're just a Blurred cap- couple navigating our way through all these geek fandoms and presenting them for your consumption. Yes, I know, Blurreds, it has been a while. Uh, this is our first show of the year. Um, we were, we've been meaning to get back to you since last year, but, you know, as, as I'm sure you know from this podcast and other podcasts, we don't do this professionally yet. Um, we don't do this professionally, and we have real lives and things that get in the way sometimes of presenting it. In addition to, um, let's just be honest, and a little bit of laziness, uh, the holiday really broke up the rhythm. And it was hard to get back to it. But we're back. We are back. We are shooting this year to get to episode 50 for the year. Um, That is in presenting one a week, at least one a week. We're going to try and do two whenever we can. If something, there's a lot of stuff going on or something that we're presenting um, that's really interesting. We will try and get to that in the week. We might do breaking stuff. But get used to a more loose format. Some weeks we might just present news and stuff. Other weeks it might be a more prepared show like we were trying to do last year with over and unders and, and all that stuff. But right now we're going to do whatever feels like is appropriate in the week. Um, so without further ado, oh, wait, 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 before I get into that, uh, we supposed to, I'm normally here with Yazzie and normally you would hear from her, but she's unavailable this week, but I felt like, you know what, screw it, I needed to get back into rhythm and talk to you people, have you guys talk to us and things like that, so please do write in your questions from this week, if you have a disagreement with me about something, please, I want to hear that, respectfully, please, we're not... We're not. We're not just. We're not just those uh, terrible Rick and Morty fans over here. Who? <laughs> uh, sorry, no. Sorry, Rick and Morty fans. I'm a Rick and Morty fan. Um, yeah, we're not. But we're, let's try not. Let's try and keep it civil and try to talk through the issues and try and debate and see what what we want from these fandoms and what we want from these shows and movies and books and etc let's talk about it and it is as respectfully as possible if you disagree with me please tell me why don't just say you disagree and i'm a fag you know that doesn't help anything let's talk about it as well as we can and enunciate please okay so without further ado i'm going to talk to you about the news now there's a lot of stuff that's been going on a lot of stuff has been going on now i could talk about peter jackson's maybe, maybe involvement in the Lord of the Rings. I call him the Lord Father myself. Um, He could be involved in the Lord of the Rings series that's coming to Amazon um, sometime this year. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's this later on this year or early next year. Uh, We could be getting a Lord of the Rings series. Um, We could talk about that. We could talk about Alita winning the box office but still sucking. Um, Yeah, it really... It wasn't very good. It wasn't. I, I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't read any. Do, see the anime or read any of the comic. If it was a comic, I, I don't know about any of that. But it, it just wasn't very good. That's all I know. Um, we could talk about Black Widow, the Black Widow movie, getting um, somebody else to come in and rewrite. We could talk about New Mutants being delayed again. In fact, you know what? Screw it. Let's talk about New Mutants being delayed again. I want to talk about that. Here's the thing. 
No one wants this movie. Nobody wants this movie. And it seems as though Fox don't want to do this movie. They keep on, they're, 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 they're waffling about it. Like, this movie is, the New Mutants are like the, the ugly red-headed stepchild of the X-Men-verse. They're, they're the ones nobody really wants to talk about. Like, I, I, I'm cool with the Runaways. I get it. It's some YA crap over there. I, I'm, I'm cool with that. You know, I don't watch it. But I'm cool with it. Like, I get where it fits. New Mutants is like a shitty version of that. That's my problem with it. It's, it's, it's not good. It wasn't, it's not that good a comic. It's, it was never going to be that good a comic adaptation. And then you throw in the fact that they're, they're, they're almost certainly rebooting the entire Marvel verse now that the Fox Disney merger is it's one step from being completed. Now you talk about that. And all of a sudden, you get a picture that the New Mutants, where do they fit? You know, I, I, I can't find a nice, neat little place for the New Mutants without, particularly after uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix comes out. You see, if, it, if I was them, what I would have done was, de- once, the rumors of, once the rumors of this uh, Marvel takeover uh, of, of the entire universe, once that happens, I would have thought, Okay, we need to shift the goals here. We need to have the new mutants come out before X-Men Dark Phoenix. So then we can use Dark Phoenix as a way, some sort of mechanism. I don't I don't care how, but we can use Dark Phoenix as a mechanism to integrate the universes. That's that's that would have been my suggestion. It comes out end of this year after all the Marvel movies have come out, and then we could have used that to reboot the entire universes nice and neatly, or maybe not reboot, a soft reboot. Pardon me. Uh, maybe called a soft reboot and integrate the X Men universe into the, the standard Marvel Cinematic Universe, and that would have made a lot more sense. But now doing it this way, Dark Phoenix kind of feels like it. Kind of feels like I don't want to watch either of these movies really. You know, like, I, I'm going to watch X-Men, obviously, It's because uh, I, I watch all of these movies in cinema. I'm going to watch it, I'm, but I'm, I'm, not, I'm no longer that excited about it, you know? I, and that sucks, because X-Men are awesome. But I was never really that excited about Dark Phoenix. I, once, once they did this Days of Futures Past universe, and the, the kids and, and, and Sophie Turner sucks, and, 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 and all of that, I'm not sold on Scott Summers. The, the kid who plays him is a great actor, but he does this crappy job as Scott Summers. And the whole thing, it, 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 it's just not very good. It's just not very good. And, and then you throw it, and then for, based off of that bad universe, you're going to give us New Mutants, which sucks already. And now you're going to give us, a, in a crappy universe, a crappy si- comic that is going to become a crappy series surrounded by... In a in a crappy universe, I, I like like I, this makes no sense. I don't want to watch this, but I will. I will watch it and I will present it to you and tell you what I thought. But I'm not excited by New Mutants. It's been delayed again. It's been delayed again. Um, and good. I hope they just can it. I hope they just say, look, we just 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 release it on Disney Plus at this point. Yeah, that actually makes sense. Release it on Disney Plus. Don't give this to us. Don't give this to us in cinema. It puts too much pressure on it to do well. Then all of a sudden, we're looking at oh, it has to make four hundred million dollars, otherwise it's a flop. Don't do that. Then you could just Netflix this and say oh, well, it got you know thirty million views, and no one knows what thirty million views actually means. No, no one can actually explain to me what any views on Netflix actually mean. It's like thirty million people watched it. Uh, 
It was seen 30 million times. So what? What does that mean in terms of money? Like, did it make money or what? Did people sign up to watch it? Or did they sign up to watch something else? And then this happened to be on and you recommended it to them. So now they're kind of like, okay, I'll, I'll watch it since you're saying so. But I don't know. Views don't mean anything to me on, on Netflix. Anyway, but I digress. Uh, let's move right along with the news. I'm, uh, I will be shitting on New Mutants, by the way, the rest of this year. Expect me to do that. Um, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, the Picard, the Picard series. Um, apparently, <laughs> it could be called Picard. Yeah. Picard. That's, that's the super inventive name. They, they, uh, okay, I'm not touching that. Anyway. Um, yeah, Aquaman continues to break records. Um, Aquaman and his chest continue to break records. That's awesome. I'm so delighted about that. Um, I, I don't get it. I'll be, I'll be dead honest with you. Like, I, I've seen that movie now three times. I, I really want to understand how it's making this much money. But, and ultimately what I can get is that it's a nice, simple story. It's a very simple story, very simple delivery, and those work to an unsophisticated audience who are not familiar with a lot of aspects of it. It's kind of like how Raiders of the Lost Ark was kept. It's, it was a fantastical world that they just said, okay, we're going to give you a very simple story. Man needs to come get this to do that, and then he gets the kingdom. That's it. Super simple, right? And it's a fantastical universe. I get it, but the reaction to it, I mean, it's it's making more money than I ever thought it would make. I thought it would make like you know, good eight hundred million, and we we can call it a day. But now it's like DC Universe's biggest seller ever, and that's that's weird. That's really weird. Um, but you know, whatever. It continues to break domestic box office. It's DC Universe's biggest selling comic book movie ever now in in domestic box office. Um. So yeah, there's that. Um, Captain Marvel. Okay, so there was a rumor um, late last week, or was it early this week? Late last week, that Doctor Strange could make an appearance in Captain Marvel. Everyone remembers uh, that Doctor Strange did that time thing where he was looking back and forward through the timeline, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And it could be possible that he's the he he planted something in the past to help them in the future, which is going to come through in Endgame. Or maybe he showed up in the past with Captain Marvel and clued her in, and that might be the end sequence that brings Captain Marvel to the universe. Who knows? I think it's interesting, and I think Captain Marvel, sorry, Doctor Strange would be the best candidate from the current timeline to go into that timeline and show himself. Like, if you wanted to have um, a cameo from one of the current Avengers, I think Doctor Strange would, is the only one who could do it. And I think that would be fun to tie them in together in the past, sometime in the 90s. That'd be cool. I can dig that. I can dig that. All right. Um, oh, yeah, Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars wrapped. Star Wars wrapped last week. Super interesting, this, because uh, they, they celebrated like it was 1999, man. They, apparently, John Boyega... And the rest of the cast really got together and they just were like, woo, yeah, baby, it's over. I'm suspecting this is because of all the fan abuse and how much they're getting shit on. Um, 
it's a been a long um if, if you watch soccer right there's a there's a thing called the new manager bounce that they talk about a lot in when when you sack this is when you fire a manager and then you bring in the new guy and then there's there's a bounce there's a reaction the players usually play well for a couple of games etc and the depth the, how good the bounce is the bounce back is is normally directly proportionate to how much the team hated the previous manager so if you have a <laughs> if you have a really uh, crappy manager that everyone hated then there's going to be a huge reaction huge reaction and then uh, they might go on a 10 game winning streak you know and like just a 10 games tear all right the depth to which these guys celebrated the end of star wars of their involvement of like principal photography says to me they were just not having a good time plain and simple can you blame them they have been shat on every every one of the last like what is it like six years they were just getting shit on like for things that they couldn't even control like oh they wrote a woman into it as the lead oh shit oh they're ruining sjw's ruining star wars oh what do you mean a black stormtrooper we can't have that Purple hair? Purple hair? That's... There's so many things to crap on about Star Wars at present. So many things that we can debate. But, like, the things that they people on the internet chose to talk about? Come on, man. Purple hair? We're really arguing about whether or not a character can be black? A stormtrooper can be black in the... Without even any context, without it being explained as to why, which is logical, by the way. I just wanted to point, point that out. They really put out a very logical argument for that. But they're just shitting on it? Come on. That, I, I completely understand the reaction. Like The, the celebration was huge, and I, I'm hoping they're still partying even this week. I'm, I'm hoping they still are. You know, uh, they, they, they deserve it. And I'm looking forward to Star Wars and finding and finding out like what's gonna happen. I mean, I'm not. I'm 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 looking forward to this being over, and then seeing where they go next with the Star Wars universe. Um, I I never understood why everybody said, "Oh, we need to get away from the Skywalker dynasty." I'm like, that's what Star Wars has been. Like these Star Wars movies have been about the Skywalker, so let's keep it about the Skywalkers. If you want to expand the universe, do what Rogue One did. Don't dismiss that that's happening. Just say. We're talking about this. We're we're doing this. We don't need that hap that's that's that happens. But this is this. Not something else. Okay? Just do that. You don't need to shit on the old stuff in order to make the new stuff good. Uh, it's something I don't understand about when they do it in films. Um and they and they that's what they kind of did with The Last Jedi, and that's the big complaint that I have with it. Um not anything to do with you know, Ray being whatever be ray being cast or john boyega being cast that's stupid it's stupid and ignorant anyway moving right along um yeah let's get into some marvel netflix universe news so news came in from on high it's all over people it is all over the marvel netflix universe is canceled Moment of silence. We good? Yeah. We all saw this coming. The writing was on the wall ages ago. Like, 
I, 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 I was sort of in denial when they canceled Iron Fist and Luke Cage. I was kind of sort of in denial. I was like, okay, you know, you can, I, I can see those two getting canceled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Iron Fist was always, you know, on the chopping block anyway, right? And Luke Cage was always like, like the second season kind of sucked, so it was okay, but not great. I can see those getting canceled, but when they canceled Daredevil, all right? So they canceled Daredevil. They actually canceled Daredevil. Like, like when that happened, I was like, no, this is over. We're all going to have to get used to this. We're, we're all going to have to deal with this. I started my morning the shows then. I was already... So wh- this week when Punisher got canceled, I was like, yeah, I knew that was happening. We all knew that was happening. But when I was watching Punisher, I was kind of like... I was watching it almost with nostalgia. You know what I mean? Like, I I was watching it with this sort of like, I was watching it like I was watching a show that has already been canceled. That I'm just sort of like wistfully looking at and like, God, this is really good. It's a shame it's gone. I was already in that zone. You know, that was my mindset watching it. And I actually enjoyed it way more because of it. And I, I feel like that's what I'm going to do with Jessica Jones. Or by then it could, might not be nostalgia, it might just feel old, you know. But um, so lots of news coming out about that. Um, lots of news coming out about that. And we're going to talk about it all um, later on. I'm going to, when, when me and Yazzie have a conversation, we're going to talk about all the rest of the news that are coming out about that. But some, some interesting things already being broken about that. Like um, apparently there's going to be a really big appearance in the Jessica Jones universe. I'm really excited about that. Look, if, if anyone actually read the Brian Michael Bendis run on Alias, uh, when he, which, you know, was kind of why Brian Michael Bendis became really famous. Brian Michael Bendis, for those of you who don't know, wrote Alias, and um, which is a, the Jessica Jones series of comics that really made catapulted Jessica Jones to the forefront of the Marvel comic book universe, right? Um, and in that, there's a story that runs that basically Jessica Jones finds out who Captain America is. Now, in that run, you know, obviously now Captain America, sorry, forget about the run, but like in that, in there, we have a, a great story that I think would be really interesting that if she finds out who, like, we don't have to have, it doesn't have to be Captain America, right? We could get, why not Tom Holland? What if she finds out who Tom Holland is? Sorry, not Tom Holland, but what if she finds out who Spider-Man is? How great a story would that be, right? We get Tom Holland on Jessica Jones, and she finds out who he is. and You, you know, you just need to have him in for one episode. One quarter episode in there, and then all of a sudden, it's great news. She finds out who she is, who he is, and then her, her and um, like Luke Cage, maybe, who I hope is in there, because um, I really want them to get together by the end of the show. Like that has to be that was her st- her start. That's where it started for her, and that's where I feel it has to end for her. She's with Luke Cage. I feel that's the only logical way to finish this. Um, but yeah, she finds out who Spider-Man is. That's, that's something they did in the comics as well in Civil War, uh, where they found out who Miles Morales is. So th- this is the second time that's happened in the comic books. Why not do that for her in the, mo- in the movies? That's her case. She always has a long-running case and then deals with private life, right? Why don't we do that in the, mo- in the series? Let's have her find out who somebody is. And it solves another big problem that I've always had with the Marvel Netflix universe, and that's the lack of links 
to the actual cinematic universe. Everybody's wanted to see Daredevil in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's the most, he's easily one, he's, he's, he's easily Avengers class. I, I, I'm not saying he could take on, say, Cap in a hand-to-hand, no, Cap, Cap would ruin him. But, you know, he could hang with him for a little bit. I mean, if, if Black Widow and Hawkeye are Avengers class, crikey, you gotta, you cannot tell me you cannot. I refuse to believe that Daredevil is not. Okay? Luke Cage is, is a wa- walking, talking, battering ram for crying out loud. He's a walking, talking, battering ram. He can definitely hang with Cap and the crew. You know? Um, Iron Fist definitely can. All of these guys can. All of them. They can all hang. Except the Punisher. Punisher can't hang because he's, he's, he kills everybody. Like, he, he kills everybody. Like that, that, I don't. No one needs to see that. In the Avengers, anyway, they're they're heroes, not 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 people who every single law enforcement agency has a poster of at the entrance. You know, they they don't need that in the Avengers, okay? Um, but yeah, um, this whole the, the whole universe, man. I I would I would love to see that. I would love to see Spider Man or an Avenger show up in this, and that that's my choice for the run how it happens, you know, have a Tom Holland, he's my pick for the big surprise, um, some other news about this, um, thing, apparently the Punisher cast, this is what I heard, uh, apparently they found out on social media, like, how shitty is that, how shitty is it to find out that you lost your job, like, you, to find out, like, through a tweet by other people who have, you know, you know what I mean, like, you you couldn't you couldn't have just texted them first like I'm not, like like text them you don't break up with anyone like that if somebody if, if a girl broke up with you that way you would I mean you wouldn't be happy with that right right that's not cool you find out by a tweet she just she just takes her thing off from like in a relationship or it's complicated to like single and that's how you find out that you're no longer in a relationship with this person then the the whole all of Facebook all your friends and family find out that that's that's kind of not cool man like I don't know. What they what they were thinking with that one, you know, uh, they should have told them firsthand. Uh, it's just the way you do it. Uh, yeah. So um, yeah, yeah Vin, um, Vincent D'Onofrio also had some choice words. He's been having a lot to say about this, uh, the cancellation of the Marvel Netflix universe and Daredevil in particular. So he had more to say. Uh, what am I gonna tell you? Yeah. Um, moving away from that for just a second. I um, wanted to get on to something that I wanted to talk about, and that's uh, that Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder uh, came out this week and said that, in his estimation, Ben Affleck is the best Batman ever. Now, obviously, taking away the fact that he's the one who cast Ben Affleck, and he's it was his tr- it was Ben Affleck appeared in his movie, and he's obviously biased. I just had a couple words to say about this, and that is that um, he's right. Okay? Yeah, you heard me. He's right. But not like in a holistic way. Ben Affleck wasn't in the best Batman movies, but his portrayal of Batman as Batman is the best that I've seen in a lot of ways. Okay. Here's the thing. What I want you to do, and before you shit down my throat on this one, uh, here's what I want you to do. Go back to Batman v Superman and really play out that 
that that warehouse sequence. That warehouse sequence when he from the minute he burst through the floor to him just whooping ass from in a room full of people, I I dare you. I dare you to look at any single scene from like Christian Bale or Michael Keaton or George Clooney <laughs> or George Clooney or any one of those guys, right? Any one of them. And find me a better action sequence. Really, go do it. Find me a better action sequence than that. You can't. It's that simple. That was the best action sequence Batman has ever had. I'm, I'm talking about straight up beatdown. The way Batman likes to fight when he bursts into a single room and stuff like that. There's not a single action sequence that's better than that. Everything you saw in Christian Bale was like him, him avoiding talking, you know, being in a straight up one-on-one with like one-on-five. He never wanted to burst into the middle of a room and kick some ass. Th- that warehouse sequence was like, any, anyone seen the Suicide Squad animated thing where Batman turns off the lights and then he's right in the middle of the room with all those like special forces dudes and then he whoops all their asses in the dark and kicks their ass and he does a whole bunch of things. That's what that was like. It was just Batman beating ass like an Arkham Asylum or some shit. He beat their ass like it was a video game. Like like he was just like, oh, press X and go back there. Okay, step step back and press X and press X and press X and press X and forward X, back X, left X. It was crazy. He was just whooping ass. And in that respect, he's the, he's the best Batman. There's something else I wanted to say about that. There's another way that he's the best. It's, okay, normally we break down Batman into two bits, okay? We break him down into the Bruce Wayne, the Bruce Wayne aspect of the, the secret identity. Everyone doesn't, nobody knows who Batman is, right? And Bruce Wayne is this character, right? And, and has to have his own life. And then on the other side of it, we have Batman, the Dark Knight. The guy who, you know, the, the, the almost myth-like uh, creature that exists, right? That's normally how we break it down. And that's fair and fine. But what we often forget is this other thing that happens in, in, in all of them. This thing that happens when he's in the Batcave, in quiet moments, when he has to, when he's around, when he, when he can actually take the mask off around people, because he's around people who know who he is. Those sequences between Ben Affleck and everyone who knew who he was were awesome. Those were some of the very finest, if not the finest, sequences that I saw. There's so many things that reminded me of Batman the Animated Series in there. From like, you know, the Ben Affleck smirk when he looks at something or just, just like the way his hair, just his hair was in his head. That look, he looked almost picture perfect like the Animated Series. Almost picture perfect in those sequences. His conversations with Alfred didn't take on the mentor and the mentor thing, you know. They were, it, wasn't, it didn't feel father-sonny. It felt like two equals. It was the first time that that really ever happened. Like, I respect what you bring to this, Alfred. And Alfred's like, I respect who you are, Master Wayne. And they were almost equals. You know, they, they, they kept on just not jostling, but like, it, it sort of, it, it, was, it was like, it was like always just, it, never finding equilibrium, like water in a, in a jar that just never find equilibrium. It just kept on going this way, going back and forth and back and forth. And that was really fascinating to watch. And in that respect, I think Ben Affleck also wins again. 
So that's two ways that he's better than Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, Christian Bale, George Clooney, and even Adam West. That's two ways. So in those respects, I kind of, I'm, I'm kind of with Zach. I'm kind of with you on this one, Zach. I think you win this one. I think in those two respects, some of the most interesting aspects of Batman that I've always complained about, he was the best. There are other ways that he wasn't the best. Like, and that's not his fault. That's not Ben Affleck's fault that the script wasn't written this way, but his portrayal of Bruce Wayne as just being Bruce Wayne just never really lasted that long because he just he never had the opportunity for it to last that long, right? Like at the start of BVS, it was just it was just Batman. He, he was he was he was Bruce Wayne for about like five minutes of that movie. The rest of the movie, he was Batman, you know? So you can't, when, when, when another guy has three movies and the other guys have like two whole movies of like loads of scenes of them getting to pretend and almost, you know, get to pretend that they're Bruce Wayne and you get five minutes, you're never really going to sell anybody on that. So I don't think that's his fault per se. Um, although he did a good job in those sequences. It felt, it felt legit. But in those two respects, I think he's the best. I don't think he has. He would play the best detective. Again, wasn't written that way. Um, I think that he's definitely going to go down in history as the least, had the most potential. He had clearly the most potential that was misused. That's the that's that's my indelible memory. Going to be my memory of Ben Affleck. You know, as Batman. That loads of potential underutilized and that's that's just sad i'm really saddened by that because i think that he could have made like if he had if he had done the batman movie and it had come out like later on this year like if, if we if we had to come out like in august right this year i think that it might have been especially if he directed it the way i think that like the batman is going to happen you know a noir-esque sort of detective line story if that had been ben affleck i think we'd We'd, we'd be crowning him, if, as, as long as we're not just being haters, Ben Affleck haters. I think that we'd be crowning him as the best Batman ever. I really do legit think so. After just one movie uh, on his own, one standalone movie and two appearances as Batman in the Justice League things, I think we'd have been crowning him as the best Batman ever. But we're never going to do that. He, he does, unfortunately. I think most of you are going to start saying this. In the eyes of the public, I think Bat he sits behind Christian Bale. And Michael Keaton. He's probably the third best Batman ever. In the eyes of the wider public. Personally, personally, he sits at number two behind Michael Keaton. For me, he sits behind Michael Keaton. I'm not going to put Adam West in this. I'm not gonna, Adam West is something else. He, he, it's almost like he played a different character. It, it was Batman, but it was a very different sort of Batman. So different, so alien almost from the rest of the portrayals that it's, it's hard to include him in the list. You, you, you almost have to like put an asterisk right next to between all of them. You know, and just say, I, I, Adam West also played the character and could sit anywhere here, depending on your, your take. And he could sit number one, two, one, two, or five, or six, depending on your take. So I'm not going to put Adam West in this conversation. But for me, the list of best Batmans sits like this. Michael Keaton, Ben Affleck, Christian Bale, Val Kilmer, George Clooney, that other guy from like 
whenever. From whenever. There's another guy who played Batman, like way back in the line. I never saw a goddamn frame of him. So yeah, he sits there. And then I like I said, Adam West can sit anywhere comfortably on this list. He can be number one. On any given day, I will tell you. It, you know what you know where Adam West sits? He sits he sits to me in in conversation as the best Batman. Like anytime somebody comes out there and says, Oh, I, for me the best Batman is is, is clearly uh, let's say Michael Keaton. I'm gonna be like Fuck you, dude. The best Batman is Adam West. He's the only legit Batman. He's a guy who you just insert to like just cause an argument. Like he's 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 your yeah, you know what I mean. Like he's just the guy who you insert in there just to like be contrarian and just have a different point of view. He's that kind of Batman. He that's who he, that's where he sits for me. Um, but in my heart of hearts, that's my five. Those are my five top five Batman. Yes, Christian Bale sits third behind Ben Affleck. I said that shit. Michael Keaton will is number one because I think he did but all sides of Batman really, really well. And it wasn't his fault that he didn't have an action sequence that that's worth the damn, but he played the best. Like, he was great as Bruce Wayne. Like his Bruce Wayne was just God, it was good. Really good. And he looked great in the suit. His suit also is the most iconic. Like his st- stature in the suit is the most iconic. That black with the yellow emblem, oh, sexy. Um yeah, he's super sexy. I'm thinking about that now. Yeah, yeah. All right. Speak. Continuing with Batman, um, Army Hammer. Army Hammer apparently is in final contract talks. I'm not sold on this guy. You know, I think that physically he, he he's yeah he yeah he looks like yeah he he can play Batman. He's he physically he's right. But I've just never really been sold on Army Hammer. You know, like I just. I'm not sold on him as an as an actor, and I I certainly don't know about him in an action sequence. I I saw what he did in um, that movie with Henry Cavill. Uh, I saw what he did in that movie, and in there he 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 kind of looks like more of a jujitsu sort of dude, you know, in close, you know, lots of like little hand action and stuff. It's not I don't know if he can really strike, as it were, you know, like keep guys at distance and make it look good the way Batman likes to. You know, so uh, I don't know. I'm not sold whether or not he can do an action sequence, but and I don't know if he's a good enough actor really to do the the cerebral the c- cerebral cerebral Batman take where he's you know just just it's just Batman doing a detective story, you know, and and I, it's just he's in the helm and he's in the cowl and he's just having to think things through and talk things through and. I don't know if he's I don't know if he's a good enough actor to do that. So I'm not 100% sold on this. I don't know who I'd cast as Batman personally. Um, I don't, I've never really thought it matters, but you know that I'll save that for an over and under. Um, I've never really thought that who wears the mask matters as much. Um, I've always thought that like if you want to do a great Batman movie, you remove Bruce Wayne from it. That's how to do it. But I'll, I'll explain that in another episode. Um, let's get out of Batman for a second, sec, for a second, okay? Let's get away from the DC universe. Let's get away from the Marvel universe. Some really huge news. Apparently, Google, yeah, Google, are apparently thinking about, it, it's rumored that they're working on a console, a gaming console for Google. Now, before you shit, 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 shit the bed here, all right, before you shit the bed, just think about this for a second. Google want to push developers, private, uh, open source development of stuff. 
That's what developers want as well. That's why they have so many arguments with Sony. But they also want different, they want to be able to make more games and make games cheaper. That's something that they can do on the Android platform. There's less pressure to do it. They can make cheaper games that are more portable, that are more, that you can port from one console to another, right? From your mobile, from your cell phone to your tablet to your, to uh, X, insert X, gaming platform. That's what developers want to do. They want more, uh, a more portable gaming environment. That's where it's all moving towards. Sony don't want to do that, and they want more exclusives. Google are the anti-exclusives people. That's, or rather, that's the way they've been seen. I don't think they are, but that's the way they've been seen. This is why this makes a lot of sense. I think what Google, where Google want to sit with this console, if they are doing it, is somewhere between Nintendo and Xbox. They want to sit somewhere between like those two with like having game passes and like, yeah, you pay a nice little fee and then you can play whatever games you like, you know, like just pay $10 a month, all the games available for you, woo, yeah, on your console, right, streaming games, but the games themselves are going to be family-friendly games. I'm not saying full-on like Nintendo things, but like you can play whatever games you like, but they're going to, I think they're going to invest more heavily in developers who want to do games that are that are more family friendly, PG games, if you like, all right? So I think this makes a lot of sense. I just hope that they don't name it something stupid, you know, like, like I don't know, for, I don't want another ice cream sandwich type name in the gaming market. Screw that. Nobody wants that. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, moving right along, Gwyneth Paltrow. She's retiring from the from Marvel Cinematic Universe. She announced sad about this. Uh, a little sad that she never got her own little story i think i think she got her own in iron man 3 and i don't i think part of the reason for her retirement is she's seeing all these other women getting these movies and stuff and it was rumored that even aunt may was going to get a movie and it's like where is where is pepper potts's thing but at the same time it didn't really matter i never thought that like pepper potts was the kind of character who needed uh, a, a a show or a movie of her own and i i always thought no she's the first lady of of the marvel cinematic universe over here and that's fine you know, we don't need Gwyneth Paltrow to have a whole movie. And she got her own sequence, you know, in Iron Man 3, so that's fine. But it does raise the question, if Gwyneth Paltrow's gone from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, what does that mean for Tony Stark? Does he die in Endgame? You tell us, guys. You tell us. I'm not, I'm not 100% clear. Um, all right. Last little bits of news, and then we're on the way out. We got about, uh, what is that, seven minutes? All right, the last little bits of news. So apparently in France, in France, they have just made lightsaber dueling an actual, real, legit sport. Yeah, lightsaber dueling is an actual, legit sport in, pardon me, uh, in France. So, you know, as far as I'm concerned, vive la force, vive la revolution. I am going to France. I'm going to start learning lightsaber dueling. Hopefully, the Olympics takes note and makes this an actual Olympic uh, sport and actually gives points for creativity and the like, uh, in addition to just you know striking your mark. I want to see lots of acrobatics in this. Um, uh, episode 3, lots of movement, lots of jumping. If you can somersault over the other guy and then strike him in the back, hell to the yes. That would be so sick. I would love to see that. Um, do we have any more news over there? Oh, yeah, Night Flyers was canceled. No one really cares about that. Um, let's talk Walking Dead for a second, okay? 
Now, Walking Dead is this show. Uh, everyone knows The Walking Dead, right? It's the show that's been on for what feels like donkey years. They're in season nine right now, I think. And somehow they're going to get on to season 10. It's been renewed for season 10. And, but look, they're, they're in a f- losing battle. They're in a real losing battle over here, man. The, 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 they just posted their worst ever ratings. The worst ever ratings. Like, ever for Walking Dead, for Walking Dead episode. In addition to that, a game that was supposed to come out r- r- about in the Walking Dead universe was just scrapped. Uh, it was probably the largest game ever that was going to be in the Walking Dead universe, and it was just scrapped. So it's in a really tough place, man. Walking Dead is in a really, truly tough spot. And were I them, I'd be thinking about wrapping this up and then finish it off. If you want to continue it, continue with Fear the Walking Dead. And then just try and do those movies to keep it going, keep interest in Fear the Walking Dead, but then wrap Fear the Walking Dead up in a season later, afterwards. And just do it that way. You know, just end it. And let's get it over with, and then move on to something else. Continue the comics. If it, if there's enough interest in it with regards to the comics, then you end. Then you bring it back. You can bring it. You can take another stab at it somewhere else. Like you could, you could do Walking Dead in Britain or something like that, or in Africa. Yeah, in Africa, we exist too. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. I, I could watch something set outside of America. I'd love to see something set outside of America. Um, and last little bit of news. So Chris Hemsworth has just been cast as Hulk Hogan. So in a in a Hulk Hogan biopic. Yeah. Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth cast in as Hulk Hogan in a Hulk Hogan biopic. Now, that brings up all kinds of questions. Uh chief amongst them, I would have to say would be what you gonna do? When Asgard goes wild on you. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know what to make of this, but Chris Hemsworth has a penchant. Chris Hemsworth has a penchant for biopics. He was in Rush. That was a great uh, racing movie. Um, and he did a great job in that. So I, I like the idea of Chris Hemsworth doing some more dramatic work. Some more dramatic work. I don't know what period of time is going to be in. Uh, no word on that just yet, but I, I'm curious. I'm very curious about this, and I'm, I'm Hulk Hogan is a major f- feature in my life. I actually have an autograph of Hulk Hogan um, from way back when. I think it was like 1989 or 90. Um, we got an autograph with him, of him, and you know he's been a part of our lives for nearly over 30 years, you know. And we're all, I'm, I'm, I'm keen on this. I'm keen on this, and I'm looking forward to it. You guys, tell us what you think. Um, I think that does it for the news. I think that we've done, yeah, I, I did 40 minutes. That's more than enough for you guys. Um, so yeah, t- write in, tell us what you guys think about this, these stories. Tell us, write us, tell us what you think about the new format. And, uh, this year we want to do some interviews. We want to do interviews this year. So tell us who you think you want us to interview. We'll shoot them an interview request. Um, if you have anyone who you think, if you have a friend who you'd want interviewed on this. Bring them down. Write in with your questions. We are form- getting a uh, cell phone number, so then we can, you can shoot us uh, sto- uh, questions on uh, WhatsApp and things like that. Otherwise, get the Anchor app. That's what we recommend to listen to our podcast on. Get the Anchor app, and uh, on that, you can send us voice notes so you can ask questions. You can be interviewed. You can be on the show, and uh, you know, however it is. 
We want to get you. We don't want you just to listen to our voices. Um, interviews are coming in. We're getting. We're s- we send a lot of interview requests. We'll we'll uh, we'll tell you who what what who bit. Okay. Um, Till next time, guys. Um, keep it blurdy, and we love you all. Toodles. <laughs>